0: Jake here. Thank you for taking a trip to the past with me. The original podcast version of The Americans will be released weekly, but if you don't want to wait, then go to jakebible.substack.com and become a paid subscriber. You'll receive access to all of The Americans as well as early release novels, audiobooks, and other exclusive extras. That's jakebible.substack.com. Now enjoy the original podcast production of The Americans. Cheers. Warning. This podcast reading is for mature audiences only. You will not be warned again. Welcome to the podcast reading of Jake Bibles' The Americans, book two in the Dead Mech Apex Trilogy. The Americans is a sidequel to Dead Mech, meaning it takes place simultaneously with book one. You can listen to this novel first or start with Dead Mech. Go to jakebible.com for more information on this podcast, Dead Mech, and other fiction by Jake Bible. Enjoy. Hey, welcome back to The Americans, everybody. Like I said, from here on out, it's probably going to be short episodes each week, Um, Just so I can get them done and get them out to you and I'm kind of going chapter by chapter now So each episode should be just one chapter So really the episode is dictated by the length of the chapter funny how that works Anyway, hey, thanks for listening, thanks for coming back. There will be some promos at the end of this week. I'm gonna track a few down and help pimp some folks' stuff. And um, for all of you who won signed copies of Dead Mech, you will be getting those shortly. I will be sending those out probably, if not this week, then um, next week. So if they aren't out by the end of May, that'll be the first week of June that you'll be... Well, that I'll be sending those out and then you'll get them depending on how fast the good old reliable postal service can get them to your door. Um, Let's see. Hey, just did Fanaticon yesterday, the local um, comic book and pop culture convention here in Asheville, North Carolina. It was outstanding. They estimated about 5,000 people came through just in one day and I was able to sell out of all the books I brought Definitely helped that um, it was the day of the rapture and I had copies of Bethany and the Zombie Jesus available. Yep, I dug that. And speaking of, hey, you can go to my website, jakebible.com. You want some signed copies of my trade paperbacks, Bethany and the Zombie Jesus, and of course, Dead Mech. Click on those links, and you can get a signed copy shipped to you from me, or you can just get it directly from Amazon. You can get it from Barnes & Noble, and um, yeah, and of course, all the eBooks are available for Amazon, Kindle, Nook, all formats on Smashwords, and in the iBook store for iBooks for Apple. And um, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. Um, nothing major to announce. I, I think we're, we're pretty much just trucking along right now. Yeah, I hope you guys are liking the Americans. Like I said, it's going to just kind of keep going and get crazy. So um, yeah, here we go. All right, enough of my rambling. I hope everyone's having a great week and enjoying the podcast. Enjoy. Have a good day. Cheers, y'all. Chapter 16. Time to go, brother. Natalia said from outside the cell, her face an impassive mask. "'Not going with you, Nat,' Alexander replied. "Voss is gone. Your hold over me is over.' "'Yes, well, that may have been true if you had come by yourself,' the Empress said, activating a hollow. The images of Heather, Beth, and Melissa's unconscious bodies being carried into a dark gray, utilitarian building came to life before Alexander's eyes.' I know you've had your issues with Miss Walton, and I doubt you even care for the new girl. But I remember how your face would light up when little Mel would jump into your arms. You do as you are told, and she stays safe. The image faded away quickly, and Alexander glared. And when I've done that, what's to stop you from discarding me as you did Voss? Alexander snarled. We are all dead, sister. I'm not as world-savvy as you, but I've certainly learned a few things such as how to negotiate the price of a prostitute. Please, brother, your knowledge of life is worthless, Natalia laughed. It's your skills with B.C. design that I need. Those skills will secure the Russian throne for generations. It was Alexander's turn to laugh. Generations? Even if someone could stomach the thought of breeding with you, you'd only eat your young anyway. Natalia glared and motioned for the cell door to be opened. It slid aside and several guards came in, yanking the corpses of Vassili and Peter roughly away from the prince. Alexander's entire body sagged in defeat. "'You will have to kill me, Nat. You know that, right?' he said, pained by the simple truth. "'Yes, Alex,' the Empress responded with no hint of remorse. "'Hopefully you'll prove yourself valuable enough to keep around for a while. "'You amuse me, brother, and in these trying times amusement is hard to come by.' Not if you're a sociopathic monarch, Alexander said, getting to his feet as more guards surrounded him. He waved them away. I'm not going to do anything. One, two, three! Billy shouted before he and Stiles systematically downed the twelve shots of whiskey set out before each of them, slamming each empty shot glass onto the table. Done! Done! "'Styles yelled a split second before Billy. "'He leapt to his feet, doing a drunk shuffle, "'and had to immediately brace himself against one of the seats. "'Oh, man, I think that eleventh shot did me in.' "'Billy tried to stand, but just ended up in a heap on the floor. "'The eleventh? What about the twelfth? "'There were twelve. Stiles said, now visibly green. "'Shit, math was never my strong suit.' "'A shrill alarm blared in the cabin, and both men covered their ears.' What the fuck is that? Billy yelled. Proximity alarm, Stiles shouted back. Someone is moving a little too close to my girl. Turn it off! Turn it off! Billy pleaded. Stiles stumbled to the cockpit and began flicking switches until the alarm ceased. He collapsed back into the pilot's chair and brought up external surveillance, becoming considerably more sober at the sight of the small squadron of palace guards taking up positions around the BTT. So... What's... up? Billy asked as he fell into the cockpit. Damn it. I knew it would all go bad, but I hoped we'd at least get another breakfast out of it first. Maybe a massage in the spa. Styles tossed his hat aside and Billy gasped as he watched Styles jack into the BTT. Dude, that's fucked up, Billy said, all courtesy aside. Yep, it is, Stiles responded. Don't always feel so good either. Billy pulled himself upright and leaned against the cockpit wall. I hope you got a plan, cowboy, because my ghost skills are unreliable at best and completely useless at the worst. Not to worry, Billy boy, I've been in worse situations, Stiles laughed around an alcoholic belch. Ugh, that one was chunky. Yeah, I keep forgetting you've been hanging with Al, Billy laughed. He tends to get people into these kind of situations. "'Attention, Mr. Stiles and Mr. Brenton!' a voice boomed over a loudspeaker. "'Please exit the vehicle or we will remove you by force!' "'Ha!' Stiles grinned. "'They don't seem to know that I've been hanging with Al. "'You can't remove anyone or anything from the BTT!' "'Billy never saw Stiles do anything, but he instantly felt the change "'and confirmed the feeling as the guards on the surveillance became confused and agitated. "'What did you do to stir up the hornets?' Billy asked. They're all buzzing and mad now. They can't see us anymore, Stiles smiled, flicking a few more switches and securing himself into the pilot's seat. Full stealth. Billy followed Stiles' lead and strapped himself into the co pilot seat. We going somewhere? Gonna get a better view, Stiles said, not even flinching as the sound of gunfire erupted around them. Billy's nerves weren't quite as strong, and his shoulders jerked continuously with each ricochet off the BTT's hull. "'I assume from your calm that this baby can handle a little gunfire?' Billy shrieked as a much louder concussion rocked the aircraft. "'She can handle anything they can throw at us,' Stiles said. "'Al may have his faults, but his design of this sweet girl has none. "'It'll take an almost direct hit from a one-kiloton nuclear warhead.' Billy's stomach lurched as they suddenly were airborne and screaming away from the palace grounds. "'That's impossible!' Stiles laughed. We're Americans, for fuck's sake. Nothing's impossible. Gone? The Empress roared. How can it be gone? The pilot activated the stealth protocol and escaped, your highness, Zaveriff answered. The men couldn't respond fast enough. Well, I hope your response was fast, Natalia yelled. It was, Empress, Zaveriff nodded. All have been executed. As they should be, the empress whirled about and stared hard at her brother. How do we find them? Find them, Alexander laughed. We don't. That's the point, Nat. It's undetectable. And fast as hell. They're halfway out of Russia by now. The empress rushed her brother and grabbed him by the throat. You and I both know they aren't, she hissed in his face, a face quickly turning purple. I'm still unsure why I'm here, Gelt spoke up from the corner of the room. If you're going to kill the man I'm supposed to watch over, then you might as well kill me. I'd love to, the Empress snarled, releasing her brother, but Mr. Zverev believes you have value alive. Gelt's brow wrinkled and he looked towards Zverev, but the Russian wouldn't meet his gaze. He believes that as long as your fate is tied to the prince's, you'll help keep him in line and make sure he doesn't try to make a dramatic and fatal exit on his own. I'm Suicide Watch? Geltz asked. Something like that. He stays alive and you stay alive, the empress responded, bored with the subject. She took a seat at the long, ornate conference table and watched her brother as he sat rubbing his throat across from her. You can make another, I assume. "'Of course,' Alexander responded hoarsely. "'But why should I?' He quickly waved off his sister's immediate response. "'And don't say to keep Mel alive, or to keep myself alive, or even to keep Geltz alive!' "'I'm touched,' Geltz sneered. "'Shut up!' both the tartar of siblings said in unison. "'Give me one reason to do what you want, Nat. "'Just one reason.' "'Because you have nothing else, brother.' Natalia smiled. Your club has been burned to the ground. All of your business contacts have been told you have been selling their secrets to the LOM. Natalia's grin widened. And I had Sasha executed. So there's no one to take care of you, Alexander. Your life is over. All you have is me and your design. The door to the conference room opened and a page stepped inside cautiously. They have arrived, your majesty. Excellent. Send them in, the empress said, getting to her feet. Alexander puzzled at who could be so important to make his sister stand, and puzzled even more as three men were shown into the room. Mr. Brown Eyes, Mr. Continental, and Mr. Plain all approached the Empress, kissing her hand one by one and taking their seats as they were offered to them. So, Mr. Plain said, this is the genius that can bring viable aircraft back into the theater. Theater? the prince asked. Are we doing show tunes now? War, Alexander! "'The Empress chided. "'The LOM has naval forces at the ready. "'Ground troops already in place to deploy. "'All we need to assure complete success "'is an air force that can strike at will "'and bring them to their knees.' "'The three men watched Alexander intently "'and a very rare feeling gripped him. "'Fear. "'Bring who to their knees, dear sister? "'You've already nuked the American bases. "'Who's left?' "'The Chinese, of course.' Mr. Plain spoke up. The Middle East is in ruins from centuries of fighting, so they were simple to overtake. India and Pakistan are a dead zone which we've had under quarantine since the Brimstone Wars, and Japan put itself in complete isolation, so they are an issue we will deal with later. However, talks are looking promising, and they should be on board soon. Africa, of course, is happy to provide the world with the food and raw materials we need, and has zero interest in politics or world aggression— Decade after decade of clan clashes took the fight right out of them. That leaves China. They are all that stand between us and complete control of the earth. You forgot to mention North America, Alexander laughed. Don't you want that wasteland too? Or is a bunch of radioactive rock not worth your effort? The room grew very silent and Alexander's interest was immediately piqued. What's in North America? Nothing to concern yourself with. Mr. Browneyes responded. The prince examined the men closely, trying to figure out how they played in everything. You aren't L.O.M. or even L.O.M.S.D. Who are you? Once again, Your Highness, Mr. Browneyes smiled, nothing to concern yourself with. Like I said, brother, it's all to secure Russia's place, to make sure we are the one true superpower, not just one of the worthless L.O.M. dogs fighting for scraps at the table. Natalia said, her intense gaze suddenly maniacal. We can have it all, Alexander. All the power, all the control. We don't have to share with any of those inbred throne monkeys. Or with the religions that forced us all into this mess in the first place. Mother Russia will have what she has wanted forever. Our golden age will be once again. Jesus Christ, Alexander whispered. You want to bring back the Soviet state, don't you? The darkest moment in our history is what you consider our golden age. Have you lost your mind? It will be different, Prince, Mr. Continental grinned. History has shown us what works and what doesn't. This time it will be a true communist world, not a bastardized socialist bureaucracy that was an embarrassment to all. You're all fucking bug shit nuts, Alexander grimaced. I don't want any part of this. You don't have a choice, the empress roared. What about Australia? Gelt spoke up suddenly. Where, where do they fit into all of this? They are no concern at all, Mr. Browneyes laughed, ever since they cut off ties to the world in order to protect their own and their lands. They've barely been able to rub two sticks together to make fire. We'll let them continue to eat crocodile and play their didgeridoos. When it comes time to take what they have, we will easily walk in and crush them. Huh, Gelts laughed. He, guess you've never met an Aussie before. Regardless of the state of Boomerang Land, I will still have nothing to do with this, the prince said, crossing his arms and leaning back in his chair. Might as well shoot me and Gelts right now. Hey, Geltz shouted. The empress activated a hollow in the middle of the table. The image of Heather Walton, naked and strapped to a BC operating table, appeared. Let's try a little motivation, then, shall we? We'll start with Miss Walton and then move on to uh, Sweet Mel, if need be. You've been listening to the podcast reading of Jake Bibles' The Americans. This novel and recording are protected under whatever latest, greatest Creative Commons license is out there currently. Share this all you want. Just don't even try to make a buck off it without the express permission of the author, me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information, please go to jakebible.com. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Thank you for listening to this episode of the re-release of the original podcast production of The Americans. Don't want to wait each week for a new episode? Go to jakebible.substack.com and become a paid subscriber. Want more audiobooks? Go to jakebible.com for info and access to dozens of Jake Bible Fiction audiobooks and ebooks. Cheers!